hello, hello, hello again. This is your host, Toasty, for the Mental Threads Podcast. I think this is episode 12. Yeah, this is episode 12. Today, we're going to focus on the subject matter revolving around shadow work. Um, now, shadow work, from what my understanding of it, you know, off the top of my head, it's essentially just like kind of like being a psychologist for yourself, you know, kind of questioning yourself uh looking inward to like who you are as an individual and basically just trying to see if you can heal back from uh previous past traumas you know in life we all go through various struggles you know as i spoke in previous episodes and whatnot we all go through various things and that and to an extent kind of shapes our character over the years you know um, environment can really play into like who we are in the present you know sometimes but it ain't gotta be like that like forever who you are today and who you were back then um, are completely different people and who you are going to be in the future could be a completely different person you know it could all be a very scary experience because sometimes even for me like you might look back at the past on like dang how could I have avoided certain things or maybe if I would have avoided certain people just stayed away from certain people and everything and just if I would have avoided you know uh, being caught up and intermingling with uh, very low vibrational types of folk and whatnot, and just staying away from a toxic environments you know where would I be right now you know where could I be in the future is that going to affect my future how is life going to be for me moving forward a lot of these things could really play into to one as an individual you know who we identify ourselves as and so on and so forth um you know that's just the thing the traumas just do to us um on the same token you really can't sweat it um it's best to just let the past go as best you can but it doesn't hurt to kind of revisit certain things you know uh just to kind of fit in like uh what your motivations are what really what pushes you uh, why do you do certain things? What are your quirks? You know, it's just like, you know, stuff of that nature. Um, from my experience right now, I just, I got a shadow work book uh, not too long ago. Hold on a second. Uh, yeah, sorry about that. I was actually just checking out something. But uh, yeah, from my experience, I got my own shadow work book uh, back in June. I haven't been really been consistent with it. I got it off Amazon. You can get one uh, shadow work journal for beginners and everything. Uh, if you really want to get into it, uh, it's always good to try to heal from like past traumas and try to work on it as best as you can, no matter what. Because um, only you can hold yourself accountable. You know, that's just life. Um, but it's like, uh, yeah, uh, from inside, uh, look into the book I'm just reading. See, um, what is shadow work? Uh, sh your shadow is the dark part of your personality. The part of you that harbors negative beliefs about yourself and others. Bringing this side of you to light can be a painful and difficult practice, but one that will have an amazing effect on your life moving forward. In this workbook, you'll answer prompts that will make these deep, sometimes hidden feelings surface. Acknowledging them, even thanking them, will bring you peace in many areas of your life. You may be asking what feelings could you possibly be hiding from yourself? Think back to your childhood. Were there any emotions you weren't allowed to express? These, repre these repressed emotions can help feed your shadow. 
how do you feel when you judge someone or something? Is it possible that offense is being mirrored back to you, showing you something about yourself that makes you uncomfortable? Which qualities in others irritate and annoy you? Are you rejecting the idea that you may ha may own these traits as well? We hide our shadow from ourselves and others by ignoring the obvious feelings in our body. When negativity arises in us, doing this work of uncovering your shadow will prove to you that you are enough and that you are capable of being loved. Okay, and uh, why should you bring your shadow to light? Working on your shadow will help you to heal past traumas and hurts. You are working towards creating a more balanced life, free from ups and downs of letting your shadow rule your emotions. Or, if you have been feeling not quite whole, fractured, scattered, shadow work can help to ease you back together. Your aim will be to learn self-acceptance, self-love, and to able... Ah, sorry, no and love to, to be able to express your negative emotions in a healthy way. Figuring out what triggers you and starting to deal with the feelings that arise when it happens will give you a sense of power and control. You will learn to examine your excuses and start to ask yourself if you could begin to approach obstacles without them. You will begin to acknowledge unpleasant sensations in your body when negative situations arise. These are signals to help you notice and heal your shadow self of its perceived hurts. You will always have your shadow and should be gracious towards it. It is there believing that it is protecting you from wrongs that have long since passed. You can learn to be thankful for its help while releasing any negative emotions your shadow feels you need. Move through these prompts with love and kindness for yourself and you will emerge a happier, healthier, and more connected human being. So it's like, how do you do your shadow work, basically? First, always remember to be kind to yourself. These are not always pleasant thoughts and feelings that you are purposely bringing to your surface, to the surface. You would not be the person you are today without these memories. So be gentle and with yourself as you heal this is a sacred ceremony you are performing for yourself. Make a special place for this work and give yourself permission to be pampered while you heart labor through this renewal process. Light a candle, have a delicious hot beverage, put on something smoothly. I'm just really reading reading out the book I just had with. Light a candle, have a delicious hot beverage, and put on some music, whatever makes you feel calm and at peace. Each page has a place to mark down three things you are grateful for in your life. This daily gratitude practice is essential to your shadow work. Only when you can truly appreciate all that you currently have and are will you begin to release your negative beliefs. There is also a small space for note noting anything that has triggered you throughout your day. Be sure to note any physical sensations you may experience while triggered and what caused you to react so strongly. This will be this will be a wonderfully cathartic experience for you and will have a positive effect on your life moving forward. Stay patient and loving towards yourself and your shadow as you move together towards peace. So it's like uh yeah, basically um, all that. 
Um, and that's just straight out of my uh, personal shadow workbook. Um, so it's like each page um, out of my personal one would just be like, okay, like the one I got for right now, um, like the first page, it's like a little, uh, little artist says, all of me is welcome here. And it says, uh, what events from my past have hurt me? And it's like, uh, yeah, yeah, you just listed out a whole lot of uh, personal type stuff. Like, you know, you, you probably, uh, you know, just been through a whole lot of shit. Like, maybe you were just, maybe you were bullied or whatever. Or somebody was starting a rumor on you or whatever. Um, and it's just, you know, stuff of that nature. Um, you could, like, list it all out. It's all just acknowledging it. You know, we all go through some shit. These events could come through. Um, and then if, after that, it says, appreciate three things about yourself in your life. And I usually go like, okay, I'm an honor roll student. Um, I have a great loving brother, um, and I'm just on my purpose. Uh, it's just maybe like any triggers today, anything. It's like, oh, no triggers, just me having, it's kind of lost in your thoughts. Like, you know, it just be lost in your thoughts. And then we have like a whole page right here, and it says like, uh, when I'm most uncomfortable, I handle it by doing this. And it just kind of lists like all types of quirks that you have. Maybe you're the type of person that likes to ghost people, or you wear a certain type of clothing, uh, or you have a quirk where it's like maybe you may like uh, avoid eye contact, or you know you do all sorts of stuff. You know, you just things of that nature. Uh, I am most judgmental about, and because. Um, and this could be like anything in regards to like other people's intentions. Maybe you could be judgmental about like uh, I know for mine personally, it's like I, other people's intentions. You know, due to like you know always being like uh, uh, either like betrayed or just stabbed in the back. You know, stuff of that nature or whatever. Um, and then it's just like you know uh, towards people that say that they love me. You know, just to like you know because it's like I've. I feel like I got hurt the most from people that always claim that they love me, and that's just one thing. Uh, and it's just like, you just be judgmental about all sorts of things. Like, it's just stuff of that nature. Uh, what do I want to heal from? Okay, this could be like all sorts of things you could list. There could be a page dedicated. It's like, what am I most reactive to and why? I haven't done that yet. Um, what memories from childhood stand out? What feelings surface when I remember them? What things have I healed from already? How? The thing I judge myself most for is where did I learn this judgment from? You know? What feelings am I scared to explore or accept? How did my childhood shape the person I am today? What would I like to tell my younger self? Who has helped me heal in the past? Are they available to help me again? How do I feel when I judge myself harshly? Is it my voice I'm hearing or someone else's? How do I sabotage myself? Why? How do I want to feel most of the time? Anything preventing me from doing so? Where do I feel most at peace? Where can I go to heal? How can I challenge the things I don't like about myself the thing I most judge my partner for is what do I struggle with the most? What things can I what things can I not change? How would I feel if I accepted these things? What do I 
not like about myself? What things do I not like about others? The ways that I reject or invalidate myself are I could be kinder to myself by how I spend my days is how I'll spend my life. How does this make me feel? Am I mimicking any patterns from my parents? How do I feel when I notice an unhealthy pattern on surfacing? What can I change to break unhealthy patterns? When I think about my future, I'm most excited about how do I think others think see me? How do I think others see me? I think others miss this one seeing me. When I sabotage myself, it prevents me from doing or having or being. What is it? When I sabotage myself, it prevents me from doing, having, or being. Do I hold grudges? Does it benefit me? When I think about my present life, I'm most proud of what are the current problems in my life? Could they be seen as opportunities? When I react poorly, what can I do to soothe myself and learn? You know, it just goes on and on. Like, I'm, I'm ashamed of myself because my close friends and family can support me better by. When I'm rejected, I do this. Could rejection actually help me? I find forgiveness challenging one. You know, it just kind of goes on and on, like so many questions. You're basically just being a therapist to yourself, essentially. Um, and I feel like it's very healthy to kind of like, it's not healthy to kind of dwell on the past, in a sense, but it's very healthy to just kind of look back and just see like, okay, I just need to build myself back. I need to really like look back at myself. Um, and it's just check out these things from my past and how can I heal from them how can I build myself from it you know what can I really do to help really become the best version of myself and it all comes from just looking within what can I really do to like you know build from that so it's like if we had to go deeper into what shadow work really is as a whole you know uh, when you consider words uh, hold on one second Yeah, uh, when you consider words like shame or fear, what do they bring up for you? Is it some aspect of yourself you'd rather not think about? Um, well, congrats, uh, because you may have found your shadow. Within it lies some of the hardest but most worthwhile inner work we can do as people. Here we dive, we deep dive into what shadow work is all about, how to get started, and why it's so important. You know, all of this. The idea of the shadow self was popular popularized by famed psychiatrist and psychoanalysis Carl Jung. And according to neuroscientist and author of the source, Tara Stewart, PhD, it's composed of parts of yourself that you reject. They're in your personality, Stewart explains, but you're blind to them because you don't want to see them. How the shadow self forms. The reason you reject these aspects of your personality goes back to your childhood. When, you, when we're young, we depend on our parents or main caregivers for survival. As a result, we become very attached to them and their way of doing things. So say a caretaker scolds you for being outspoken. There's a chance you don't feel safe speaking your mind from that point on, even as an adult. Because what it means to you is the person I need to love, the person I need to love me to survive won't love me if I do this thing. You know, there's a... 
The message becomes internalized, buried within your subconscious, and can therefore become a trigger for you for seemingly no reason. In this example, if one of your shadows is around speaking your truth, it might bother you to see other people doing so. Every time somebody is outspoken around you, it might bring up unexplainable feelings of anger and resentment since you have been programmed to believe that speaking up is not a safe thing to do, safe thing for you to do. Do we all have a shadow? Short answer, yes. Long answer, according to licensed therapists and uh, co-founder of Viva Wellness, Jor-El. I just think his name is Jor-El? Like fucking Superman is that? Okay, Jor-El Caraballo. L-M-H-C, yes, but you might hear it called by a different name. The concept of the shadow is generally a widely accepted perspective in analytical psychology. He says, but it's by no means the only perspective of the human psyche. Shadow work can also fall under the umbrella of self-reflection and self-examination, etc. <sighs> Regardless of what you call it, most therapists are tapped with helping clients make the subconscious conscious work which is a full fundamental tenet of shadow work caraballo explains as a therapist i subscribe to the belief that we are we all have a version of a shadow that when integrated can be well accepted and help us better manage our own mental health and relationships you know, so it's just like they also explain how they do uh, shadow work in their own, and it's just like, you know, how do you actually do shadow work? Um, it's basically just bringing, this un bringing the unconscious mind to our conscious awareness. This is something psychoanalytic theorists like John McFrude prize as important to maintaining psychological health, you know. Carabello tells MBG. It's typically done with a Socratic approach of questioning and exploration. This entails asking objective questions that elicit critical thinking and a re-examination of old stories and beliefs we hold about ourselves. The idea is that a more objective entity such as a therapist can help provide an interpretive mirror to the parts of ourselves we have a difficult time seeing and accepting, Carabello says. And while it is often work done with the help of a mental health professional, you can begin to explore your shadow solo too by examining your thoughts, feelings, and assumptions. Below, you'll find some prompts to help you do so. You know, so it's like the benefits of shadow work is like basically just tapping into your intuition. Depending on what kinds of things that you've tucked into your own shadow, there's a good chance shadow work can help you get in touch with your deeper knowing of your intuition. If you were discouraged from using your intuition as a child, trusting your gut and inner compass, sources, then you throw that into the window, into the shadow, actually. Freeing yourself from the unconscious, the unconscious shadow when we're operating at an unconscious level, our shadow effectively controls us. So while, yes, facing our shadow is hard work, it's also incredibly freeing. As Thor puts, it's... But it's all sounds very negative but it's really important to raise it from unconscious to conscious and then it doesn't rule you like it can when it remains suppressed empowering yourself and accepting your strength interestingly enough for people with very low self-esteem they'll often put good things about themselves into their shadow because they don't feel worthy of it 
Sora explains, in instances like that, shadow work offers us the chance to reclaim the gifts that make us who we are, which we've been hiding away. Taking a step towards self-actualization. If you're reading about shadow work, you're likely also interested in your own development and personal growth. And according to Stuart, it's Stuart, yeah, Stuart. Shadow work is necessary for anyone who wants to become fulfilled and self-actualized to become the best version of yourself. You need to know what the bad habits are that are holding you back or are hidden, she says. When doing shadow work, don't forget to watch out for triggers. To quote Jung himself, everything that irritates us about others can lead us to an understanding of ourselves. As you're doing this work you'll become more and more aware of the little things that trigger you and why so keep an eye out if there's something you've always wanted to do and you see a friend achieving that store gives an example then trigger shadow because it's like why does that person have and i have it and i don't give yourself grace shadow work is by no means easy in offering compassion to those parts of ourselves that have hidden away for so long it's important a lot of people put off that work because they're afraid what of what they'll find, sources. There's so much shame associated with these factors, but often if you're mature enough or personally developed enough, doing shadow work can be a huge relief because you can realize it's not as bad as you think. Now, call on others for help. Again, shadow work is never easy, especially if you're, you've been through trauma. If considering the shadow sides of yourself brings about pain, suffering, or fear that you feel ill-equipped to handle, it's time to seek the help of a licensed professional. I think it's important for anyone doing shadow work to have things that help them feel grounded and accepted, Carabello, who knows. A non-judgmental therapist can go a long way to help with this, but we also need our own tools that help us reaffirm and accept ourselves so that we face the more difficult feelings and parts of ourselves. There are lots of ways to approach this, depending on your preferences with Carabello, including grounding exercises, affirmations, and therapeutic journaling as a few options. Exercises and prompts for getting started with shadow work. Number one, think about someone who triggers you. One way in which the shadow shows up for us is in which we find most distasteful or difficult in others, Carabello says. Often, these images are a reflection of parts of ourselves that we find unlikable. So, a good place to start with shadow work would be to think of someone who bothers you and reflect on what is about that person that might also be within you, he says. To figure this out, he recommends asking yourself gentle questions such as, What is it about this person that I don't like? Do I find that I have some of those same traits sometimes? What makes it so difficult to be around them? What parts of me does that person enliven when I'm around them? And how do I feel about that part of myself? Uh, examine your family tree. Sword provides another starter exercise to dip your toes into shadow work, analyzing your family tree also. Uh, make a family tree of your two sets of grandparents, all of your aunts, uncles, and parents because they're the generations above you whose attributes, good and bad, might be in you. She explained, this practice is all about getting honest enough to say i love my family but one of my uncles drinks too much short gives an example the next step is to really look at all those qualities that exist within your family and ask if any of those things are in you 
Confront your shadow. Another exercise involving uh, meditating on and confronting your own shadow. Once you've got a clear or at least somewhat clear view of the aspects of your shadow self, you can begin the work of confronting and releasing them with positive affirmations such as, I allow the darkest shadow that's buried within me to be released. I release fear. I release doubt. I release shame. I release insecurity. The bottom line, in this life, some of our greatest lessons will come from looking at the parts of ourselves we hide away. Because when we can bring our shadow to surface, heal, and integrate those lessons into our lives, we evolve exponentially. After all, it was Jung who said, there is no coming to consciousness without pain. You know, this all can really just connect. Uh, so that's very heavy, especially that last part. After all, you know, there is no coming to consciousness without pain. Um, uh, a lot of this stuff I really do agree with altogether. Um, I think this is written by uh, Sarah Reagan. Uh, yeah, she's a spirituality and relationships writer. Um, yeah, man, it's very important to really uh, take uh, certain measures to really heal yourself because you don't want to like really hurt anybody close to you and everything, you know, and it's like, I always worry about like my future, you know, where I'm going and if I've healed. And even before coming to campus and everything, you know, like there's a lot of shit that I'm still I was still trying to heal from, you know, and I don't think I was ready to even be amongst people um, or get close to people as like I am right now. But it's just like, you know, I still try to make the best of it as I can. You know, we're all trying to heal from something. We're all dealing with something. We're all unsure of ourselves what our capabilities are where we're headed and everything this all really does circulate um, um when it comes to the human experience as a whole you know which is all you have to do when things are all considered is uh you just got to take priorities uh, put your priorities in order of what you want uh to change uh what you need to get past uh it's just what you're trying to heal from you know and it's just i especially want to work on it because if i want to start my own family too and everything i don't want to have like you know just want to just freaking like just throw all my insecurities onto my children or people closest to me you know i don't want to be that type of person um and i always want to just work on myself and just be the best version of myself i can um, before I really to let certain people in on that level, you know, either it be essentially uh, or like uh, spiritually or just romantically as a whole. Because it's just like the whole process of just throwing it on your friends or just your loved ones or anybody that you're looking to love. You really have to build on yourself as a whole. That's just how what I believe in personally. Um, the world is a very big place and there will always be someone out there that will love you as you are but it all comes down to really just you have to love yourself first and it's just like you know I'll say all this shit and everything and I still have to work on myself as a whole um, but it, yeah that's just stuff to leave on uh, the last note of everything um, and it's just like you know whatever your goals are whatever you're trying to heal from whatever type of abuse you're trying to heal from um, whether you're trying to balance out your divine feminine and masculine, whether if you're really trying to open the doors to love people again, it all just starts with just uh, learning to accept, uh, learning to accept the self, which we're all trying to work on. Because to tell the truth, you never really know who you are until you pass away, anyway. You know, I know even Itachi Uchiha said that shit in like an anime and shit, but it's real shit though. Like, you really don't know who you are until you really live this life out and see it all the way through. 
And, you know, according to my spiritual guys, I'm 23 right now. I still got about, like, uh, how much time? Like, about, like, what, like, 57 more years? Yeah, about 57. Um, 57, 67 some years uh, left on this earth, man, which is crazy. Um, I don't know. Sometimes I can't really see that I could actually live that long you know to be like 80 or 90 you know i'd be feeling I, i'm surprised i even made it to 23 i'm gonna be a thousand percent on i'm gonna be like a thousand percent like for real like i didn't even think i'm reached this far i thought it was just I, I, to be honest i kind of feel like i'm just winging it like especially in this life you know like this whole adulting shit there's always something you gotta pay for there's always something that you need always some kind of bill you gotta pay for that reminds me i need a fucking Check out what's up with my car, man. They probably towed my shit. <sighs> that would be some bullshit. Anyway, like, yeah, let's just. That's it for the 12th episode of the Mental Threats podcast. Hopefully, I can get more people on. And it won't be just me just talking, but, you know, it is what it is. Dude, I really need to cut this shit out, but it's like, you know, whatever. I just I just be winging this stuff now. I'm just trying to put as much content as I can. Maybe I can work on, like, editing a little bit more. I really don't even know what to say. I think I feel like I said enough in the outro, but hey, you know, it's... It's just a common habit now. If it sounds weird, it's because I'm doing it through Bluetooth. I, I think I'm just gonna go back through Aux, cause uh, this, they're not getting this shit right. Yeah, no more Bluetooth. I'm gonna just stick the Aux cord.